here. What's up, guys? So you may have heard last week that Josh and I are doing a survey for the Unstuck Institute. We want to know what you like, what you don't like, your favorite parts, your eh parts. And if you could follow the link in the show notes, that would help us out a ton. We want to make this show something you actually want to listen to. So if you could help us out, that'd be really great. We're just asking for like three minutes of your time. Follow the link in the show notes for the survey. Thanks. Hey, it's Chell. And Josh. And, and welcome, welcome to, to the Unstuck, Unstuck Institute. Institute. Stuck in a day job you hate? Not sure to start and grow your own business? The Unstuck Institute podcast is all about helping you take your next step on the road to working for yourself. Unstuckers, Josh here, as joined every week by my co-host Chell. Say what's up, Chell. Howdy, Unstuckers. We are back for another rousing episode of the Unstuck Institute podcast. This week, we have Brian Lovegrove, who is a leadership developer and results coach. He started his own personal development at a very young age, and his first job in the industry was helping promote and put on seminars for Tony Robbins. Chell, I thought this was a great interview. We talk all about fear and how to make it your friend and overcome it. What'd you think? Dude, fear is some real shit, whether you are just starting out your business or you're a couple of years in and you're trying something new. So I think this was, for me at least, a fantastic reminder that you need to step outside your comfort zone. But for those of you who are just starting out, it is indispensable knowledge to have, like in addition to basically everything else we've mentioned for 200 or 162 episodes but really guys if you can conquer this early on and be comfortable outside your comfort zone you're gonna you're gonna do big shit big shit you're gonna do big shit no matter where you are in business whether you're just starting out or you're growing to that next level i think this episode is for you so without further ado brian lovegrove thank you so much for being here today Thanks a lot, Josh. It's been great to have the opportunity to show up for your team today. Yeah, we are really excited to have you here and to dive into you, your topic and, and share some knowledge with the good unstuckers out there. But first, we need to get to know you a little bit better. So are you ready to play our game? Three questions. Let's dive in. Three questions. Question number one. What is your bucket list travel destination? I there's so many different places, but the one that I think is going to be kind of has been most built up in in the mind so far that I'm really excited about is to go visit New Zealand and see where they filmed the all of the uh, Lord of the Rings trilogy and all the movies around that. There's so much that around that that I find so fascinating. That is a really popular destination, so I feel like we just need a big unstuck trip to New Zealand. You're more than welcome to join us. Please do. Please do. Let me know. <laughs> yeah, I think you are the first person to mention Lord of the Rings filming locations, but not the first person to mention New Zealand. But I will definitely go with you on the Lord of the Rings filming locations tour of the of the journey there. Yeah, that's actually something that when they filmed the original ones, they built the the Shire and then they tore it down. And so when they came back and did the Hobbit series, they built it 
and left it. And now it, you can actually go visit the Shire. So I'm, it's one of the places it's like, you know, you just got to go see kind of like everybody's got to go to Disneyland or Disney world. Everybody's got to go visit the Shire. It's true. It's true. Very I got cool. a follow up question. How tall are you, Brian? I stand six feet. Okay. You might be a bit tall for the Shire, but yes, you and I will yes. we'll crouch and it'll be okay. <laughs> no, we're, we're like Strider coming to visit. Yes. There we go. All right, guys. I'm sorry to burst down the nerd sesh, but question number two, <laughs> if you could choose, what would be your last meal? Oh, there's so many choices. It would have to be a smorgasbord Ooh. because again, one of the things that I actually like to teach is so many times we are taught you have a choice of either or. And I love to teach and. But it would probably want to be a dessert smorgasbord because, again, at the last meal, it doesn't matter. I want all the ice cream and pie and cake and all the yumminess that we have that we have a tendency to avoid because they contribute to the delinquency of our waistlines. So yes, <laughs> well that would phrased. be mine. It would be a dessert smorgasbord. I love that. All right. And last but not least three, what is your favorite hobby that doesn't make you money? My favorite hobby that doesn't make me money is spending time out in nature. I'm in Northern Colorado I love being able to go up into the Rocky Mountains. I use that as an analogy of climbing to the summit. And in that process, I don't use it to make money. I've actually thought of different ways I could, <laughs> which, you know, would be, okay, let's do a podcast around it. Let's do uh, reviews. And it's says, okay, because my brain is always like, okay, how can I figure out a way to make money doing this? <laughs> Very cool. Well, I'm happy that we learned a little bit more about you. I feel like we really know you now, Brian. No, we're just scratching the surface. <laughs> All right, Brian. So um, tell us a little bit about, obviously, you're a leadership developer and results coach. Uh, when people are just starting out or even when they're not starting out, you know, people often hold themselves back. Right. And I think a lot of that has to do with fear. We talk about that on the podcast often. What has been your experiences with people holding themselves back? with fear and, and how do how do they get past that? Well, a lot of people have an unhealthy relationship with fear because again, you stop to think about it. When were we first introduced to fear? If you were, do you know that you're only born with two fears? You're born with the fear of falling and the fear of very loud noises. Every other fear you learned. Hmm. You learn the fear of criticism. You learn the fear of rejection. You learn the fear of public speaking. You learned, you learned, you learned every other fear that you have. You think back to the young children, if you have children in your life, they are fearless in the beginning. In fact, there's a tire store in town and they've got really lame dad jokes on the sign. <laughs> but one of the ones that I remember seeing not too long ago was operate life with the confidence of a four-year-old in a Batman t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and you actually stop to think about that and embody that. That would be a freaking amazing on what you could get done. 
Because the number one thing that holds you back from really going for life and pursuing things in your life is fear. Now, because we're adults and we don't want to admit that we're a coward or a chicken or heaven forbid somebody triple dog dare us, you know, we call it different things. We call it anxiety. We call it doubt. We call it concern. We call it the one that some people actually wear as a badge of courage. We call it stress. There's a lot of different things that we call fear because at the underlying, that's what it is. At the base of it, it's fear. And it's us holding us back from truly becoming the person we could be and achieving the level of results that we could achieve. Our potential is so vast and the possibilities are tremendous, but we are held back by that big, ugly monster, fear. And it's only because of our unhealthy relationship because we have been taught to be afraid of that that fear is a bad thing. And because we think of this, oh no, it's big and scary and oh no, we don't want to go there. We want to stay safe. We want to stay comfortable. But see, the problem is there's no growth there. There's no real accomplishment inside that comfort zone. And every time we go outside that comfort zone, because our unconscious has a specific mechanism that's designed to keep us, to help us survive and keep us safe, anytime we go outside of that comfort zone, the subconscious flips the switch and lets the big ugly monster out and starts pressuring us to get back inside the comfort zone, which is why we only are willing to stick our toe in the water as opposed to go running and jumping in the deep end because of the big ugly monster that is only in our imagination that's holding us back. Yeah. Go ahead, Joe. Tell me, does, I mean, obviously this is different for everyone, but these fears typically come from life experiences or like, I don't know, like a fear of public speaking, right? Like that butterfly mm-hmm. in your stomach feeling, right? So yes. I guess our brain is telling us, like our, our reptilian brain is like, ooh, I don't like this feeling. I don't want to do this ever again. But right. it's when you can turn that off and be like, no, 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 no. I got this. That's when the change happens. That's part of it. Number one, and, and I actually have written a book called Unleash Your Fear. And if people want to go get that, and I'll tell you how to do that later. But one of the things we talk about is the fact that, number one, acknowledge fear showing up. Because, again, stopping and having that conversation, because too many times, like you said, we get too far down the road when we start to feel fear. And we drop from the conscious mind into what we call the emotional mind. And when you are in the emotional mind, you are no longer thinking rationally, which is why when people get into a crisis they go do the opposite of what is the correct thing to do. You know, when you encounter a bear, because I go up into the mountains, you know, bears are a possibility. are told not to run from the bear. And what do people do? Because they drop down to that emotional mind, that fight or flight reaction has kicked in and it's, they run and putting themselves at risk and likely, much more likely to get attacked. 
than if they stay, it's like, okay, fear's showing up. Okay, what's the correct response here? There's a reason why the military spends so much time and effort training the soldiers to react a specific way. Mm-hmm. Because when the stuff hits the fan and bullets start flying, they know that fear's going to show up. And so they train them that this is the automatic reaction. Right. It takes a lot of training to get it to be an automatic reaction. Right. And we don't have to go to that level. Number one, we need to notice when fear is showing up because a lot of times in our everyday life, it's usually the fear of the unknown. And we don't get the, oh my gosh, we got to do something right now, fear. We get, hey, what are you doing? This is not where we want to go. Hey, get where are you going? Get back here. Get back in the room. Get back in the room. feel safe over there. <laughs> yeah. And so it's not enough to get you to, to, to really stop you and, and to really raise it high enough for panic to set in, but it's enough for us to feel uncomfortable. And we need to get comfortable feeling uncomfortable because we recognize, again, it's what the meaning that we have given that feeling. That feeling we, a lot of people have is, oh no, something scary is going to happen. We are potentially going to get hurt. So we need to come back and stay safe. It's changing that meaning to, ooh, opportunity for growth, opportunity to learn and change that meaning along the way. Because again, through this process, it's learning to turn fear around from being the thing that's holding you back to being the thing that's pulling you forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at, as business owners, you know, we're not in the military and going through a boot camp about what to do when the bullets start flying. But what can we do to, to overcome that fear? To overcome that fear, first thing we got to do is start paying attention to when we are reacting to fear. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times we're bouncing from, you know, one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. And we don't necessarily realize that we're encountering fear because one of the things that the subconscious will use to get us to shift off of something that we need to be focusing on, but is kind of scary to focus on is it will distract us. It will give us something else to focus on that is more comfortable. You know, the, a lot of times there's a lot of people out there that are creatives and, and, and or they want to go out there and provide their service but the idea of getting up in front of a group of people or doing cold calls, it's like, eh, I'm not going there. Mm. Preaching and to the so, choir. <laughs> and so what happens there is it's like, okay, oh, well, I need to go do this thing over here. And you'll spend a lot of time and energy and effort creating, but that's not making you any money. You think it is. You, 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 we tell ourselves rational lies that, we make that makes us feel good for going out here and spending all this time and energy building this thing that isn't going to make us any money. We say it, oh, well, down the road it will, or it needs to be part of this piece. We need to have this piece in place in order before we can even get started, which is another big fallacy. Is you got you don't have to wait for the lights, five miles of green lights before you get started. You only need one green light to get started. And then it's just moving forward through the process. 
And so from a sales perspective, it's like, look, you got to make a commitment to do the right things. And sales is such a big component of business. And I don't know about you, but I actually went to school for sales, but most people didn't. Ooh, yeah. Most people went to school <clears throat> to learn how to do their quote job to perform their level of service, whatever that is. I work with a lot of specialists, the massage therapists, the chiropractors, you know, the different people who are out there performing the service, you know, mm -hmm. carpet cleaners, tradespeople, but they don't know how to do sales. They don't know how to run a business. And so they come to me looking, this is, okay, how do I do this? How do I make this shift from being the operator of the business to being a business owner mm -hmm. and learning that skill set. But in sales is a big component of that because without selling our services and selling what our products, we're never going to make any money. We're never going to get to where I want to go or where we want to go. Right. This whole process, we get out of order and because we don't focus enough, we don't put enough time and attention into the revenue creation components, we're not making enough money getting started. And so we struggle and it takes us a long time, longer than it needs to take in order for us to get to where we want to go. Because again, until we master, there's certain things that each business owner needs to master. And sales is, is one of those skill sets. And, you know, being able to connect with people and marketing is another skill set that people need to at least have a definite high level understanding about. Because if you are trusting an outside marketer to help you get to where you want to go, how do you know they're helping you? How do you know it's showing up on the right side of the profit and loss sheet? Yeah, I think I think you really hit the nail on the head. So many business owners are business owners because they started providing a service for money, not because they wanted to be a business owner necessarily, right? And so and and especially the the trained people out there, the the plumbers, the chiropractors, et cetera, they went to school, they they did training uh for that service. And and I I always say that everyone's in sales. Like hundred oh, yes. percent of humanity is in sales. And most of us by far don't have training in it. <laughs> At least well, you have training. training in it. You just, because of the fear aspect of it, you are unwilling to do it because you stop right. to think about it. If you've got kids, they are the best salespeople. <laughs> they are persistent. If they want something, they are persistent. They will do whatever it takes in order to achieve their end result, to make the sale to get right. you to go buy the the toy or whatever it is, you know, whether it's, you know, I want ice cream, you know, they will use whatever methodology that works on you in order to get the, to make the sale, to get what they want. Yeah. They don't have any fear of you saying no, because they're a four-year-old with their Batman shirt. Exactly. <laughs> That's great. So how do we, how do we tap into that? Um, how do we, get either that fearlessness back or, or make fear our friend or. Well, it's a process because again, 
the subconscious has a lot of crappy programming. You stop to think about it. We learned all of this stuff. Well, it takes time and effort to unlearn it, Mm -hmm. to change those meanings. And so there is a process that needs to happen. But something you can do right off the bat is to shift one specific belief that is actually from a great book called Fear of the Field of Fear and Do It Anyway by Dr. Susan Jeffers. Mm-hmm. If you haven't read it, go get it. Fantastic book. And in the book that I had by page 18, so within the first chapter, she shares one belief that will make a significant difference. And this belief is true for you whether you know it or not. You want to know what that belief is? I absolutely do. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. The belief is whatever happens, I can handle it. Mm. Whatever happens, I can handle it. And the reason why I say that's true for you is because you're here talking with me today. You've handled everything that life has thrown at you thus far. And so if we look back on all of that history, and if you're like me, you have gone through some serious stuff that really challenged you, but you came out the other side. Yes, battered and bruised maybe, but hopefully you learn the lessons along the way. And through this process, you've gotten better. You've grown. You have become the person you are today. And therefore, it makes sense, does it not, that whatever happens tomorrow and in the future, you will be able to handle it. Absolutely. And what a wonderful uh, sentiment to wrap up on as we're about at time, Brian. Um, I would like to, uh, beyond uh, sending people off with this wonderful positive note, um, ask where people can find out more about you and your awesome books. Well, I am people, if they want to go learn more about the fear piece, they can go to unleashyourfear.com. They can get a copy of the book there. It is a simple ebook, and you can even get the audiobook version that's available as well. However, if I take a deeper dive into both fear and the one thing that I really help people with is using the five keys of success, which is my own podcast, you can go to, I've created a free master plan. I created a free masterclass because there's so many times when I come on as a guest on a podcast or on some other show, there's not enough time to cover everything. And I want to go deeper and that I'm frustrated by the time limits. (laughs) So if you want to learn more, you can go to becomeunstoppable.info and you can register for that free masterclass. I do a live version of it about once a month, or you can also get an access to the recording of the last one that we did so that you can watch it. Now, it is a commitment of time. It's anywhere from 90 minutes to two hours long, depending upon how much questions we have on the end of it. But it does take a much deeper dive, and you can get access to that information for free at becomeunstoppable.info. Awesome. And of course, if you want to do a deeper dive, why not start your own podcast? So all those links will be in the show notes as well as a link to the five keys of success podcast. Thank you so much for being here and sharing your wisdom with the unstuckers, Brian. 
It's a pleasure. If anybody needs my tow truck, let me know, because that's one of the things that I help people do, is definitely get unstuck and stay unstuck. Excellent. Love that. The Unstuck Institute podcast is brought to you by Chell's Save Time in the Cucina mini course. Experiencing decision fatigue, feeling uninspired to cook, resorting to pre-made meals and ordering in more than you'd like? Check out my Save Time in the Cucina mini course to learn time-saving cooking skills so that even on busy weeknights, you can get a meal on the table in 30 minutes or less. Check out the link in the show notes to learn more. The Unstuck Institute podcast is also brought to you by our awesome new life book. Want to get a handle on your life and where you're going? Lack of productivity keeping you down? Download our free workbook to get clear on where you want to go in life and use the Lifebook system to keep yourself on track and be more productive in your life. Download the Unstuck Institute Lifebook today at www.unstuck.institute slash lifebook. Remember, it's free. It's time for a recap. One, there's no growth inside the comfort zone. Go outside and let that scary monster out. Two, change the meaning of fear to it's an opportunity for growth. Three, be like a four-year-old in a Batman t-shirt. Fearless. And that's a wrap on episode 164. Website and show notes are at www.unstuck.institute. And remember to follow us on Instagram at unstuck.institute. Check out episodes one, two, and three to learn more about the Unstuck Institute, Josh, and myself. Hey, you digging this episode? Share it with your mom, your bestie, your frenemy, your neighbor, that weird dude who sits across from you at work, your bank teller, and even, yes, the mailman. Word of mouth is the best way to spread the word about this podcast, so shout it from your rooftop, local mountain, or even while skydiving. Let everyone know about the Unstuck Institute. Talk to you next week when we'll be talking about preventing burnout in your business. You can try again. I'm going to try again. I'm going to try again. <laughs>